0: Good morning, good morning, or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this, but hello, whatever time of day you are, it is time for another episode of Frazzled with me, your host, Kelly Swingler. Thank you very much for joining me again. I thought today I would do a quick recording, so I'm still in India at the time that I do this, and I thought I'd do a kind of Confessions, uh, confessions from a Yoga Retreat um, and I suppose talking about it 's that kind of messy middle part of change and all of those different kind of waves of emotions that we can have right we think we're when we make a decision to make a change, we think we 're doing the right thing, and then we end up in that messy middle phase, and we can have all of the emotions and we can have all of the frustration and the anger and the disappointment and the just everything, and at the same time, we can be really happy. And I thought I'd kind of maybe unpick a little bit of that today, sharing some of my experiences um, over the last few weeks. I have, at the time of recording this, I have been away from home now for twelve days. I've got five days left of uh, of kind of treatments and and the retreat as a whole, really. So I've got five days left of that, and then I've got almost twenty four hours. Travel home, which always kind of takes it out of me. I'm hoping that the airline will let me upgrade my flights, uh, but let's let's kind of see as we go. If you are new to Frazzled, welcome. This is an uh, unedited, unedited, uncut podcast. Uh, we just you know do take the easy option, really. Just record it, see where we go. Uh, and and take things from there. So welcome if you're a first-time listener. If you're one of the regulars, thank you very much again for coming back. It's always lovely to hear from you. It's always lovely to hear your comments and your feedback and your thoughts. Uh, so do, do keep all of that coming. Do keep all of that coming. So as I said today, I thought kind of confessions um, of a yoga retreat. So I I recognise how lucky I am to be able to you know be away from home for kind of over two weeks coming away to focus like re- completely on myself to do whatever needs to happen on retreat really and this year I came away uh, with the intention so we set intentions every time that we come away and every time I had kind of sat down to think about it every time I was doing my meditation Every time I was kind of doing my journaling, all that kept coming up is like, you just need to retreat. And over the last 12 days, I I have done that a lot, actually. I haven't done um, a lot of the trips with everybody else. They're doing some of the same trips that that they did when I came here last year. So I, I haven't done some of those. I've not felt the need to do that. I have wanted to just be by myself, either reading or journaling or thinking or resting, so allowing myself some of that time, so I have I have been retreating and really taking that time out. I'm sat recording this for you this morning. We are we're in Kerala, so we're in South India. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, we're kind of up in the mountains, so we get all of the kind of birds. I mean, we get eagles and kind of kestrel-looking things and big kites that fly up really to kind of eye level. As they then saw down to to the kind of wooded area just in front of the beach, I can see the sea i've it's greenery around me. I can see the swimming pool from here, which is the most beautiful turquoise blue. The sea as soon as I kind of open my doors, you can hear the sea in the morning. you can hear all of the birds chirping. you can see all of the nature the be- you know the butterflies here are beautiful. All of the orchids that are growing around the site are beautiful. There's palm trees, there's all sorts of different trees. You get crows that kind of come up at sunrise and uh, the crows that, that kind of flock, loads and loads and loads of them. Um, is it a murder of crows? I think it might be. I may I have that completely wrong. Um, but you, you know, they, they all kind of then flock together. Um, at, at sunset so you know we're getting used to kind of what what's happening from a nature perspective without even looking at our clocks you know it's like oh it's it's suns. you know it's, it's coming up to sunset now because all of the, all of the crows are out um, there's a cockerel that starts at four o'clock in the morning um, you can tell it's sunday you know when when the sundays come you can tell it's sunday because you start to hear the the, the singing from kind of four o'clock in the morning so, getting used to all of those things. Don't have to think about food. We have very set meal times. We're on this very kind of set routine. So, breakfast is at eight thirty. Lunch is at twelve thirty. Dinner is at six thirty. Yoga is at seven thirty every morning. We can do some stuff in in our in our rooms if we want to. Treatments have been kind of changing throughout the course of the day. But so, if you look at it from a routine perspective, it looks beautiful. Not really having to think about some of the decisions that I would be thinking about at home. So that's one less thing to, to take away. And it's idyllic. And at the same time, it's been really bloody hard at times. And, you know, I'm still kind of getting uh, comments from from my, my partner and family. You know, you're having a nice holiday. Like it's a retreat. It's not a holiday. If any of you have been on retreat before, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it has been really hard, and a couple of days ago, three or four days ago, maybe now i the the wave of emotions I had I had this really this really angry day, really angry, really frustrated um I think I, I suppose by the time I'd kind of got to dinner, it was almost kind of spoilt brat mode that was coming out like this is so unfair." Um, I was recognizing that it, it, was I didn't come here to lose weight. I came here to to go on retreat. Everybody around me was losing all of this weight, and my body still didn't want to shift as much of it. And I got really uh, well, you know. At the time that I was in the I thought, oh great, you know, the doctor the doctor had said to me, you know, jump on the scales, let's kind of see what's happened. And I and I had lost some weight, the most weight that I've lost. In a, in a week, in, you know, kind of almost 10 years since, since my body began to really shut down after my first burnout. So it felt really good until I got to the point where I understood that everybody else was losing more. And then falling into that comparison trap really, r- like really upset me. I was in genuine spoiled brat mode, like what the hell is happening? I've also got to the point where I am missing my family, I'm missing my partner, I'm missing my sons, I'm missing my dog, I'm missing my morning walks with my dog, I'm getting messages from family and friends talking about how autumn has definitely struck back in the UK and autumn is actually my my favourite season, I get to put some of my favourite clothes on and some of my favourite jumpers. And I'm here in you know, almost 30 degree heat, which, it, which is definitely not right for me. I'm covered in mosquito bites. And there's part of me that doesn't want to leave, wants to still continue to follow in this routine and to follow in some of the ease. And there's also part of me that's desperate to get home and desperate to get back to my loved ones and my family and get back to my own routine. And as we go through changes, when we, you know, when we start to move from, you know, frazzled to fabulous, or if we're starting new jobs, or if we're moving houses, or if we're in new relationships, or when we, we, when we, when we invest in ourselves, either in a coaching relationship, or we're going through some kind of training, or we're going through a period of development, any of those shifts that happen, we get to this point, which, which really is the messy middle right? We're we're not where we were, you know, in the past, but we're also not yet where we will be in the future. And I know by the time that I get home with deeper learning from this year, so this is the second time that I've been on this particular retreat, we've come for longer this time and actually all of the treatments and all of the therapies and all of the classes are taking us to a much deeper level a much deeper level of understanding and that in itself unpicking some of those sorts of things is really bloody hard and it's bringing up all of these emotions i, it, I and even as i sat in this kind of spoilt brat mode last wednesday i was like i don't want to be like i don't want to be feeling any of this crap. like this is stupid this is ridiculous but actually it was unpicking something that was still underneath that that I hadn't yet dealt with. So the routine itself here, I mean, there comes a put, so again, our, our kind of, the, the daily treatments that we have, I had, the, I had five days of the same treatments and then I've had three days of one treatment. I'm going into three days of, of some different treatments. Then I've got kind of two, two days at, at the end. And again, when you kind of start the trip, it's two hours a day where you're kind of literally just laying naked on this solid wooden bed, either being scrubbed in dry herbs or massaged in warm oil or prodded or poked or or whatever. I think we've, we've kind of worked out there's there's not um, one bodily orifice that hasn't had oil in it or there won't be by the time we go home. Uh, we've had oil in our ears and up our noses and we've... we've Drunk it, um, we've had what's what's called a basti enema. Um, we've got oil going into our eyes, we've had it on our hair, we've had it all over our bodies. And again, when you kind of start it, I started with some some kind of dry scrubbing, it was like a dry body scrub. and so you kind of have up up to kind of four four different treatments within this two-hour slot. And again, at first it's like really idyllic, right? And again, we go through this change curve, don't we like, oh my god, like this is amazing, this is fantastic. When it's the fifth day of lit, of walking in like stark naked, laying on a rock hard bed, having your body scrubbed with all of these dry herbs. and You think I'm not going to have any skin left by the time I go home and then soaked in oil, which again sounds lovely at first. And you think I really don't want like, I don't want to be greasy again don't want any of that stuff on me again like I don't want I don't want grease in my ears I don't want grease in my hair I don't want all the crap that comes all over the bathroom as I'm kind of trying to get in the shower when you've got stuff in every kind of fold and crease within your body because I just I like I just don't want it anymore and then it's like oh we've got another eight days of this you persevere some of the treatments just sound awful, and you think like there's absolutely no way that I that I want to go through that. And then you have it. So you think, oh, let's you know, let let's kind of give it a go. And you think, oh, that wasn't that bad. But again, by the second or third time, it's like I just I don't I don't no that was horrible, absolutely horrible. But amongst all of that, we're already talking about what we're we doing for retreat next year. Because. I know how I'm going to feel by the end of the retreat. And there are many, 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 many moments throughout every day where you think this is amazing, this is really great for me, this is nourishing, this is healing, this is fantastic. And then you have a point of the day where you just, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore, like this is crap, I don't want to be here, I just want to go home. And isn't that what happens anytime time we're going through change? Like I just want things to be the way they were. Even when we know that the way things were wasn't right, ultimately, right? Something needed to change. That's why we decided to make a change. That's why we decided to do something differently. Because we know that we cannot continue in the way that we were. We know something needs to shift for us. But it's in this messy middle where you just, like, I'm just like, you wanna give up, right? Everything begins to frustrate you, everything starts to annoy you. And sometimes even in the most idyllic of circumstances or idyllic in you know, the idyllic of environments, you're just like, this is crap. I just want to be back at home. And yet there will be, I know, when I get home for a, you know, when when I first get home, I'll be like, oh God, like where where's the beautiful sunrises? Where's the heat? Where's the sand of the sea? And this, again, is where being present, recognising where we are in the present, making the most of the present, being here now can stop a lot of that frustration. It can stop a lot of that feeling frazzled. It can stop a lot of that stress. Because right here, right now, I'm sat on my bed. It's really early morning. I can see the sea. I've got the fans on. I'm nice and cool in my room. I can see the blueness of everything outside and the green and the, the vividness of, of all of the trees. I can see the women starting to um, do the kind of work in the gardens, picking up all of the leaves of the grass. I'm ready for my yoga class. I'm just recording this for you. In this moment, there is nothing to stress me out. There is nothing to leave me feeling frazzled. But if I start thinking about the rest of the day, the different treatments that I've got, the fact that I've only got five days left, the fact that I'm still here for another five days, the fact that I've got 24-hour travel six days from now, what's it going to be like when I get home? How will the house have been left? I Will I have changed when I get home? But what? how do I then carry on a different routine when I get back? Because actually, I, I left, I left one way and I'm going to be going back another. If I start thinking about all of that... It becomes overwhelming. And I think the biggest learn for me so far over this retreat has been just being in the moment. Those feelings that come up, that kind of spoilt brat mode, that comparison, that everything that was coming up for me last week was happening for a reason. And paying attention to that then allowed, okay, like what's going on here? What's the lesson? What do I need to take from it? And we've all had one of those days since we've been here. We've all had, an, and I had it, we had it again, we had it last year and I had it when I did my, my first kind of big retreat away from home in India back in 2019. We recognise that there is, each of us have at least one day where we just think this is shit, what the hell are we doing or one day where we can't explain all the emotions that are coming up. Today is just a tearful day or today is an angry day or today is a frustrated day. And we can just accept it or we can try, try to understand why it's coming up for us and what we need to take from it. What is this telling us? What else do I need to let go of? What else do I need to change? What else do I need to focus on? but in the moment being here now and and how many of us how many of you are in the moment i'm i'm not i'm i'm not a particularly present person my natural kind of visionary state i'm always weeks or months or years ahead in terms of my right okay this is this is the big picture this is where I want to be five years from now this is where I want to be a year from now this is where you know this is I'm going to do this in 12 months from now this is what's going to happen being in the detail being in the now just doesn't come naturally to me it never has done I've always been this big picture thinker but also that can cause quite a lot of detachment because I'm because in doing that, I'm very rarely in the present. And that's something that I I really, really have to do consciously. I have to consciously be here now. And that's why my morning walks with my dog are really useful for me, because I'm with her in the moment, just looking around at what's happening Having a chat with her as we you know we kind of walk walk along the along the road in between the all of the fields. I have to be here now when I'm in my meditation I have to be here now when I'm in my yoga practice. The majority of the time I have to be here now when I'm doing my journaling, but again sometimes as I'm doing my journaling, I'm thinking about what happened yesterday, what's, you know? how do I want to feel by the end of the day, what do I want this week to look like, what do I want today to look like. So even sometimes with my journaling, I'm not necessarily in the present because I'm talking about what's been or what I want to come. But my meditation, my journaling, all of those things force me to be here now. And in the now, I can only be as I am now. Be that calm, frustrated, happy, sad all over the place. But in this particular moment as I'm recording this for you, I'm calm, I'm present, I'm making the most of this beautiful scenery and I'm sharing some of my experiences with you. There's nothing in this moment for me to be frazzled about, there's nothing for me to stress about, there's nothing for me to be worrying about. So how often can you be present? When you're going through that period of change, do you resist or do you go with it? Do you recognise that this is just part of the change curve? And I had to, I rang home um, last week and was speaking to my partner when I was in this mood. I'm just like, this is awful. I like, don't know what I'm doing here again. getting. he's like, you know, in t- two days from now, you'll be absolutely fine. I spoke to him on, I think it was Thursday during Purgation Day. And he's just like, you know, wait until Saturday, you'll be absolutely fine. Like, you go through this every year. You go through this every time you experience a change. Just like, and I was like, don't you, you know, don't try and coach me. You know, like I just rang home for some support. But he was absolutely right. And by the, you know, by the, as, we, as we carried on talking, I knew he was right. I was like, yeah, OK, yeah, 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 you're right. Because I needed him to bring it back to so it. Sometimes when we're in it, you know, the, the, the years, I want to say decades now. That makes me sound really old, doesn't it? But the, it, is, it is literally decades that I've been doing all of this personal development work. But sometimes that point of overwhelm comes. I think like I can't, it's so much to handle. I don't know, I don't want to do it. But I know that if I reach out to my partner, he will bring me back. He will say to me, you're just at that point in the curve. And sometimes I just, like, I don't I don't want him to give me any advice. I don't want him to be coaching me. I don't want him to tell me everything's all right. Sometimes I just want him to let me go, rah, and get it all out. But he's right. And it didn't even take until Saturday for me to feel better. Because actually, by the end of my purgation day, things were starting to feel a lot better. I was starting to, you know, things were a lot brighter. I was starting to feel... A lot more relaxed, a lot more cleansed, a lot more present. Because so again, at the beginning of, the, of these retreats, in the lead up to purgation day, the process is all about letting go. Every single thing that we do every day in the lead up to purgation day is all about letting go. Everything is about letting go. And then, as we come out the other side of purgation day, it's all about embracing the change and taking forward what it is that we want to change so it's it's like a it's a fast forward kind of change process, And I was thinking about it as I was kind of in in the shower a couple of days ago. you know you kind of watch these uh, like reality TV shows you know where people are kind of really immersed in things big brother sprung to mind for me you know and people would be like you know you know like a a week in the big brother house is like six months in the real world it's that kind of thing it's that it's that fast forward so any immersive experience is really like kind of rocket fuel in terms of that change it does it does push things forward in in that same way and of course that in itself can be really overwhelming Because one day you're arriving and sitting on a sun lounge, you're getting ready for these treatments and kind of seven days later, it's like, oh my God, like my whole world feels like it's been turned upside down. So I want you to, I suppose I I want to invite you today to maybe think about like where you can be grateful. Like I'm grateful for this opportunity, I'm grateful to be here, I'm grateful for this beautiful nature, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be away from home, to really kind of immerse in this process. I'm grateful for what I can let go of. I'm grateful for what I am I am rebuilding. <clears throat> I'm grateful for the shifts and the changes. I'm grateful for the people that I'm here with. I'm grateful for the early, early morning starts. I'm grateful for this renewed sense of energy. That doesn't mean that at the same time... <laughs> I'm not fed up of getting stripped naked and prodded and poked, you know, to kind of within an inch of my life. That's a big exaggeration, but it's 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 okay to let those emotions come. It's okay to be in this mess, messy middle part of the change. I think when we feel this upset and unrest and and this kind of turbulence, really, right, as as we're going through everything, I think that is that that is a sign that we're shifting. So who have you got in your corner, who have you got within your circle that you can talk about all of this stuff with that can that can that can help you in saying, Do you know what, you're just at that point, you're at that point in the change, keep going. Cause it's going to be brilliant on the other side. Who have you got that you can share those emotions with? Who have you got that you can plan some of those changes with? Who have you got that's supporting you through that change process to help you feel less frazzled and help you move to a life more fabulous? What are you doing for yourself to not hold back from the changes? Are you prepared to take that leap that says, you know what? I am going to get myself out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do that thing that I've always wanted to do. Now's the time right? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that chance. We don't always get what we, what, we, what we think we're going to get. Sometimes we get better. Sometimes we get different. But sometimes we just have to take that leap of faith. Because once we're through this messy middle, the magic that can happen is just wonderful. I'm literally sitting across the dinner table from people that I, you know, that I, I I've, we joined at the airport together, people that I've been on retreats with before. I can see more of a sparkle in their eyes. I can see how incredible their skin is looking. I can see their energy shifting and they're able to see exactly the same in me so who can see those changes in you who can support you through those changes who can help you bring that sparkle back and that renewed energy who is going to hold your hand or kind of be there you know cheering you on from the sidelines as you take that leap and take that jump and go through that messy middle and say i want more i want different i want better i'm ready for the change i'm ready to to take that leap because it can be scary and at the same time, it can be really beautiful. And it, but it can be hard. It can be really hard. And whilst everyone else around you can be like, oh, God, you know, it was just a holiday. Like, you know, did you have a nice day? Did you have a nice, you know, two weeks in the city? Like, oh, it was really bloody hard. Like, I, put, I did so much work. I put in so much effort. But you know what? It's been absolutely worth it because I'm coming out the other side stronger, more confident. I'm coming out the other side ready. So I think ultimately, when we make ourselves our biggest priority, that's where things really start to change for us. And it doesn't mean that my family or my friends or my clients or anybody don't come first. But it means that in me putting myself first, in me having these immersive experiences, I can give more and do more and help more when I'm through the other side. Because I'm just stronger and more confident and more energised and more ready. That doesn't mean that everything is perfect on a day-to-day basis, far from it. But it means in each of those imperfections, I can deal with them in a less frazzled way. I hope some of what I've said today has been useful Hope you've been able to take some of what I said today. Maybe before I leave, there'll be like a confessions part two. Who knows? Maybe we'll just be back to normal. I've no idea what the kind of next episodes are. I've got my big list for when I get home. I wasn't expecting to record anything whilst I was here, but I think this is now, uh, now now, kind of episode number two. So I hope you're finding these useful, just kind of talking to you in real time about some of the, just some of what I'm feeling, some of what I'm experiencing. Highlighting that, you know, whilst things can look perfect on the outside, actually there is that messy middle that each of us needs to deal with and go through if we want any kind of change to take place. I'm going to leave you with that for today. I'm going to head out in about 30 minutes to get ready for my morning yoga. Wish you all an incredible day and I will be back with you again next week for another episode of Frazzled. Take care for now. Bye-bye.